0: Welcome to another episode of Fuck Your Feelings. I'm your host, Bronson. got the fellas on the line. Smitty, go ahead and speak your piece. Tell your truth.
1: (laughs) What up, what up, what up?
0: And B. Hicks, who seems to be uh, playing Tetris on iPad right now. I don't know what he's doing.
2: (laughs) I'm watching the game. This bird just called...
0: That's what's up, that's what's up. How y'all feeling?
2: Well, don't everybody speak at once. Goddamn. How are you feeling? We good. Smitty keep muting itself. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm making it. I'm getting better,
0: you know. I'm glad to hear that, brother, especially, you know. Glad to hear it. All right, look, y'all out there. I know some of you posting live feeds and, and pictures and shit from this uh this recording right now. But want to let y'all know, by the time y'all hear this, Merry Christmas. And if you ain't having a merry Christmas, fuck you. Uh, and if you are having a merry Christmas, fuck you. What's well, fuck your feelings? I don't care if you're having a merry Christmas or not, right?
2: Fuck your feelings about some other shit, not just fuck your Christmas, fuck your house, fuck your couch. Yeah. It's like, kind
0: of. I take
2: it all in your couch, you know. I, I know it's like that. <laughs>
0: No, it ain't not like that. I'm I, I am being uh, a goofy, but Merry Christmas, everybody! When y'all hear this, this is gonna be an extended episode, so we're gonna get some hella content in today. Uh, got some crazy topics that I was sitting here creating up, and I also had some help from a certain person who said my 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 topic titles was uh, was lame, so they made them a little bit more interesting. If y'all reading the topic titles.
2: You going to give us a letter
0: on that person? Kyra. I figured know. it was going to be somebody we knew closely. Come on, man. I mean, y'all, look, you looking at Topic too? do you think I would have said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, who is. Um, so, listen, am I, are we all clear? Because I know I've been having some technical difficulties Am I Everybody sound clear to each other? I sound good to myself. Brandy, you sound clear to me. Do I sound clear to both of y'all? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, well, fuck it. Let's get into it. All right, I appreciate you. Okay, so first off, first off the rip, Um, over the past couple weeks, i just been seeing different articles. One in particular, it was in regards to... Um Dwayne Waite who received a lot of criticism and feedback in regards to supporting his son, having an alternative lifestyle, uh being on social media and other pictures, you know, with different kind of dress on and just expressing himself and you know, as a father should, stood up and took up for his son and, you know, just defending him and letting his son live his own personal life, his own personal truth. And I just it brought to my attention us being me and, you know, some of us having children. How would you all deal with having a child with an alternative lifestyle? And so, Brandon, I'm going to have you start off first. Ugh.
2: All right. Uh, so I guess I'm going to start off with something that... uh just you saying that right there, then and there, like a, a father sticking up for a son. I know the man himself has probably been vilified to the point where I'm not even going to call him by name. But what I will say is that uh, Mr. Heathcliff Huxtable was speaking to his son, Theo, and Theo said to his dad that, you know, I, I'm... Gonna paraphrase, but he was like, You know, why can't you just accept me for who I am? And at the time, I think Theo was either doing bad in school or something else he was messing up. And then Dr. Hustable looked at him and was like, That's the stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. And then he went on to say that he had high standards and he was going to continue to press upon his children his high standards. He was a physician. His wife was an attorney. He wanted his children to do well. Uh, Additionally recently on uh, the, the, the name of which special escapes me but Dan Chappelle talked about how Kevin Hart had dreamed of nothing but hosting with the Oscars or whatever and then right. the controversy happened where someone got into his old tweets or some shit and they was like well way back when Kevin Hart said that if he ever had a child that was whatever whatever like what did he say something about he's gonna smack with the dollhouse, uh, he's gonna body slam him <laughs> into the dollhouse. What do he you say he's gonna? It do? was some.
0: It was something to that effect. It was something to that yeah, effect. I don't bad. remember the exact quote, but it was something to that effect. I, I did, see, I did see the, uh, the backlash for that. Um, but
1: not what he actually said. It was something about like he was gonna, he was gonna throw the dollhouse on his son's head or something. Yeah, but yeah.
2: And yeah. so then, what Chappelle brought up afterwards is that. People had a problem, but nobody had picked up on the fact that, well, he bought him the dollhouse house to begin with. (laughs) So to kind of answer the the question at hand, I'm not 100% certain how I would handle something like that. I do believe that parents should support their children's thought processes to be free thinkers. And that being said, that doesn't mean that children just have free reign to do whatever they want, or that parents should try to like enforce upon them what they want out of their kids, like for to go further into like people that are of notoriety or whatever. I don't necessarily think of them all as celebrity, but uh Charlie I think keeps getting accused of essentially raising like a very young child that was born... uh, A male. Male, but either she's encouraging the child to present themselves as not that or the child wants to and she's not discouraging it or taking away from it. And to me, there's a line somewhere that uh, children are children and they need to be taught on some level. So I feel like I kinda went on long enough to at least get out my initial thoughts or arguments on this.
1: I, so is your is your is your is your point your I don't want to say your point, but your um your philosophy is that you support your kids? Or are you saying that you believe what Kevin Hart was saying was that's what you would do?
2: I think there's Probably element, of truth in all of it. But well, uh, what's your
1: what? What are you? What are you saying?
2: Well, what are you I be saying? I'll be talking in hypothetical because I don't have children as of yet, right? So right. I, for for example, I'll bring up something that was at least uh suggested. So so. Go
1: to ahead. I, mm-hmm.
2: I, I, I'm gonna get to at least try to. So my wife said. Uh, Ooh, that's the first mention of that. Uh,
0: (laughs) Second. It's the second mention.
2: Okay. Uh, If we had a daughter, she would want the child, the daughter to be allowed to have sex in the house, you know, essentially before they was grown, like, you know, in 18 years. And I kind of looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why the hell would I let some little nigga come up in my crib and start and fucking fuck my, my daughter? daughter? There's no way. It's not happening. Listen, you going to take my daughter and you going to uh, violate the holies of holies, then okay, fine. Don't do it up in my house, right?
0: I mean, you may even do it in my house, but it ain't going to be at my behest. It ain't, ain't going to be like, oh, over the game. Yeah, so no, hell
2: he no. Gonna be ordained, to like, yeah, we're going to get y'all, you know, the prophylactics and the baby oil and supply the alcohol. No, hell no. Look, if you going to go do that or do it somewhere else, don't let me know. Cause otherwise, I want a dowry. I want a ring. <laughs> and, like, I want your ass in arrears for, like, the next six, seven years. I'm going to go biblical on your ass and be like, yeah, you got to marry your sister, too. So, you know, nah, it's it's not flying. But that don't mean that a child can't be who they truly are, if that answers the question.
1: So so to clarify what Kevin Hart said was, if his son was playing with his daughter's dollhouse, he would break it over his son's head and say, "Um, stop that gay shit.
2: That's a direct
1: quote. That's what I got from Wired.
2: What's Wired?
1: It's a it's a magazine that they were talking about it.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I don't think that's what I don't think Chappelle went completely in that detail, but maybe he did. Hearing that, that was what he said. So. I forget who it was that brought this up, but I know we used to do this. Like my sister used to have Barbie dolls and sometimes we'd go in a room and we'd take like the girl and the boy Barbie dolls and we like put them up on top of each other and like pose them in like, you know, like weird positions or sexual positions or whatever just because you thought it was funny, right? But that's the extent of us ever playing with, you know, anything like that. We had G.I. Joes, we had Duplo, we had Lego, we had Constructs. You know, these are days before Nintendo and Genesis and Super Nintendo, PlayStation and all that. So, that was just never an issue in our house. You know, I grew up with four brothers. So, we just didn't really deal with that. I don't think my father would have slammed the dollhouse over any of our heads. But if he had seen us playing with her toys for whatever reason, he might have been like, what the fuck is you doing, right? So, I don't know. I think we kind of...
0: The apple's only gonna fall so far from the tree. So, Smitty, what's your, what's your thoughts?
1: I only got one thought. I would support my kid one hundred percent. There, I don't. You know, I don't think that as a as a parent, um, you should you should do anything less, right? It's like I know this is going to sound kind of, but it's like if they going out for theater or, or, or sports or whatever you support them. So if they if they have uh, a, a different lifestyle an alternative lifestyle that doesn't necessarily uh, supply to the to the uh, to the mainstream or what we call norm, it's not. Uh, it's not for me to to judge that or to to um, not support my child. I'm gonna support my child regardless. Now, um, whether or not I like, whether or not you encourage it's a different story. But definitely support my if my child. Came to me say, "Dad," or if my daughter or son came to me and said, "Dad," I, I um, you know I'm a uh, I'm a homosexual or whatever, I'm gonna support my kid hundred percent. Like I don't have right. um I don't have anything um against it. So it's just one of those things that you just got to uh, you gotta love your kid no matter what. it, it may it may be difficult or maybe hard to accept that initially, but you gotta support your kid hundred percent. Um because they're your kids, man. And they only get one set of parents and don't, you know, don't treat homosexual homosexuality as, as a choice. Right. You know, sometimes people don't choose the way they can't help who they love and who they like. If if, we, if we, it, it, no, at the same time, like God tells not to judge anybody. Right. So, um, it ain't for us to judge anyway. You know, you know, you can be, you as long as you happy and you do what you want to do, uh, when you meet when you meet the maker and, and if this is something that he he chose to to not let you into heaven for because you love somebody, then that's his choice, not not mine's, at the end of the day. So I support my kid hundred percent. And if my kid wants to my kid wants a fucking dial house, I'm gonna buy my kid a motherfucking
0: dial house. Like, Look at Smitty out here being the grown up, big ass man. Like, oh you know. shit, I got a motherfucking <laughs> tear over him eyes. Look at this nigga over here growing you know, up. and like, shit, like I, oh, I, shit. I rather,
1: this is what I, this is where I'm at. I would rather support my kid. I would rather them do it in front of me than behind my back. Um, I want to be there to be able to help them through things, and and not, you know, I don't want my kid to hide anything from me because if if if, if they hide this, then they're gonna hide more stuff, and it can be more serious. And he'd be like, well, why didn't you tell me? Well, you the way you reacted when I came out was totally different. So I never told you anything else. And now we sitting, you know, I don't know. You got to you gotta support your kids 100 percent, no matter, you know, like, even, you know, I, you know, at one time, I always, it always kind of, it kind of baffled me when parents supported their kids from, like, criminal activities, right? Like, the kid murdered somebody and they're hiding out or whatever. Uh, and or the mom turns the kid is, but still goes see the kid in jail and things like that. i at the end of the day, they're still your kid, you know. Saying so, they made some bad choices and some made some fucked up things, but at the end of the day, they're still your kids, and you gotta you gotta support you gotta support them. Now, if if they did a criminal act, you know, support them, but don't support that act. You know, tell them like, hey, you know, I don't, you know, you were found you were guilty, and you need to you need to own your punishment. I'm not going to protect you from from your criminal acts, but definitely going to uh, support, support you uh, while you, um, while you're doing your thing. If whether it's in jail or, um, or homosexuality or heterosexuality, if this is your choice, that's your choice. And we just got to support the kids.
0: So I'm just going to, Let's talk to what you just said in regards to criminal activity, because it just came in my mind. I want 110% hiding my child out if they can break the law. I am never turning them in. Just going just to be honest with you. No
2: matter what they did?
0: And, as long as it ain't to one the family or and or their siblings? Nah, I'm not turning them in. I don't give a fuck what so they did.
2: You said one of the girls decides they're going to become a serial killer.
0: I'm gonna be proud of them being the best fucking serial killer <laughs> that they can be. I, I I am not turning my child in. Is what I'm telling you. You know, I you know, like you know what though? I I can almost support that. Like I can almost support that
1: because
0: I can almost support that. I don't give a shit if my child is a piece of shit human to society who has caused mass atrocities <laughs> to society. I am never turning my child into any law enforcement anymore.
1: I, I, get the I, fuck out of here. I may not turn them in right away, but I would definitely get them a good
0: attorney and have an attorney take them up there. Fuck that. I'm, I'm not turning them in and if they get arrested, I'm finding the blueprints of the prison to figure out how to break them out. I <laughs> am not letting them go to jail.
2: Yeah, by my hand
0: By my hand Now if they get arrested and they get caught and they in jail Hey okay well fine you, We figure something out like I said I get them blueprint But by my hand I'm never turning you in Unless you did something To your family or your sibling right Then we gotta talk about that uh, shit we gotta, hey, to,
2: me, to me that would be the time To keep it in house like yo We can handle this as a family but They did it to society They to Society right
0: Well I mean cause fuck society
2: Huh?
0: So, if they did it to society, like, if they fucked up society, right, I'm okay with them fucking up society. If you're fucking up in-house and family, well, my only way of protecting you may be to send you to jail. Because family may want blood.
2: La Costa Nostra? Hey. Wow. Okay.
0: But... With the whole supporting your children, that that's just my uh, random tangent that I had to go off on. In regards to Dwayne Way, I, I I appreciate him taking up for his son. I think he is protecting his son' mental health and his space, and letting his son find out who his, his who he's trying to be, growing to his own. I I appreciate that. Um, I think it is it, horrible for when you hear stories of people disowning their children because. It, just for whatever their lifestyle plan in regards to sexuality, that is their lifestyle plan just happens to deviate from what you thought of, or what you uh, foresaw as what would be down the line in the future or however that looks for you. So I personally think, you know, it's just big us to him and everybody who just allow their children to grow and, and figure that space out uh, within the means. I mean, I agree with Brandon, too. It's just, you know. We're not letting. Don't let your child run rampant and just do fucking anything and everything they want because they feel like, oh, I'm going to school today because I'm finding myself as an individual who wants to be free in space and not living the constructs of populist education or whatever. Fuck you. Go to school. Not like no, no, none of that bullshit. But like, I mean, it's just so many people, especially in this day and age, where it feel like the younger generation has just lost all coping skills and it's so quick. In regards to mental health and these issues, and people taking their own lives because of being bullied or not being quite accepted. So, um, and it's already hard enough being a black man or a pan-African male in this country, you know, without having <laughs> that love and support. Yeah. So, without having that love and support in your uh, in your household, I, I just think it's big. Uh, side note: Pan-African t-shirts coming 2020 i promise you diaspora t-shirts coming in 2020 i promise you we're working on it all right you're gonna see them you're gonna have everybody we're gonna have them we're gonna have some, some sayings. we working on merch all right so i want y'all to be you know 2020 we're gonna go process 2020 is, y- is y'all season as, as they say in the black church it's gonna be your season to buy our merch amen amen all right, Plenty so gonna... in 2020 hey, hey, hey.
1: 2020
0: hey, hey,
2: uh... In the illustrious words to so the Riza, all you gotta do is get that Wu Tang Double C D, and that's all the education you need for this summer, Shorty. That's
0: all you need, Shorty. All right, so go, go listen, so our first topic goes kinda into my second topic in regards to people having parent issues, right? Um, and as this topic is so so I don't know even how to Describe it, but this topic is parent issues. Do do you having daddy issues lead to giving rim jobs? What? I know. I I, I again. I said I had help naming these. Do daddy <laughs> issues? <laughs> so
2: so okay. Oh, wait, wait. I, I went first last time. Did you want to go first, Uh Do you want to take it after interlude real quick? All right. Uh, I, I know I told a lot of people I uh, give reference to it, but like these are the people that shape our thoughts, our minds, our processes, or whatever. Uh, Chris Rock was saying that on, uh, damn, which one was it? Anyway, he said his only job or his most important job as a father to daughters was to keep him off the pole. If, he get everything else wrong just as long as they don't go out there, you know, letting it loose or slanging it on Woodward and, uh, and Jefferson or something <laughs> out there in Highland Park. Shout out to all them spots on the east side. Uh, then he did his job. So, if she meant it, it, it in that vein, then I kind of get what she's saying, and yeah, probably do, because if you don't raise them up right, they don't get the right self-esteem or the proper, I don't know, I think my mama would always probably say, like, training, but... I'll Chris Rock, never right.
1: scared. That's what that came off of. Yeah,
2: yeah, there we go. Uh so,
0: so let me ask y'all this because that was just a silly ass topic, but but like I really do believe daddy issues, mommy issues, parent like parent issues, all that shit like exists. I believe it exists. Like so, do y'all do y'all feel that like people do have or live with issues with their parent, and and does it affect? Do you believe it affects people like just how they carry on their day to day life? Smitty, Smitty, I'm gonna go with Smitty.
1: I I think we got to go broader than just parents, right? Like I don't necessarily I think it's family issues. Um I think um based on based on what happens in your family and how they handle sexual uh issues can can lead you to to inappropriate relationships. Um whether, you know, whether you do have daddy issues or mommy issues or uh, somebody in your family touched you, um, this can lead to all kind of uh, uh, mischievous behaviors, right? Because of improper relationships or improper uh, sexual development. So uh, I think. To your to your to your initial question do do family issues lead to rem jobs absolutely because um, <laughs> depending you know depending on what depending on what it is depending on what family member um, you have an issue with it can lead you down to the uh, lead you down to the wrong the wrong the wrong position you know you know uh, you
0: know, you gotta get your knee pants out. Pause, pause, pause. You gotta say pause. That's the wrong position in this conversation. So, but all right, I know the topic would lead to rim job, but I don't actually mean what. And I know that having an abusive parent obviously can lead to other issues, but I just mean like not even just a sexual way, just just issues with your parent. However, like however yeah. they reared you, where whether it was didn't, they didn't hug you <laughs> enough. The 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 topic has how it affects people, and that's how I believe it affects people. <laughs> but what if, it's not, what if there's never any sexual abuse? Like, do it. What if you didn't have any? You wasn't abused by anyone in your family and or a parent, but you still have issues with your daddy? Do you or your mom? Like, do you think you still can have issues with them? I still
1: think you have. I still think you have issues forming relationships not necessarily sexual ones but any type of relationship right okay okay yeah, um, yeah yeah you don't have to have it don't have to be sexual in nature it just you know if you have you know if you have mommy issues or daddy issues or family issues it can affect how you form friendships and relationships um just in general like if if you think about it and this is this is not any rooted scientific fact mm-hmm. but I believe kids who grow up and who grow up single or single kids have harder times making friends in the long run because they didn't have anybody to play with. You know what I'm saying? When you're that like when you're the only kid and you don't have any like not necessarily siblings, but like cousins your age and things like that, because some people grow up and their cousins are a lot older than they are and they don't have any anybody in their in their in their space and then their parents move away from that that initial like elementary school where you met your first best friend or whatever and then you move away and it, it it's hard for you to make friends that's a that's the type of relationship that's hard to form um so it, it it just it's just how how those relationships are are formed because if your dad is is a dumbass and or your mom is is a dumbass, and they don't give you the 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 emotional and uh, and support that they should have. It can form, it can lead to real serious serious issues.
0: No, I I mean I get that, uh, and I totally agree um, <coughs> that you know my goal in life is what i raising my children is A, do as much do as least as possible to send to send you down the road of having daddy issues or issues where I wasn't involved that make you go out and lead some kind of crazy life and that they harken back to me because oh daddy wasn't here or daddy didn't love me enough or you know I didn't show me, daddy wasn't showing me affection. I've seen I've known people, I've had relationships with people who had daddy issues and to this day have daddy issues, and it affects them like just crazy to the point where they, you know, their whole life is almost at a stymate because of these issues. And so am I talking to myself? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay, okay. This guy, real quiet. So no, yeah, yeah. So like you know, I, I just I've seen these issues and I've seen people with you know like vice versa with mommy issues and their mother near not around and um like I to me I got lucky right like you know I didn't really know I know who my father was and you know he was around for whatever you know times he was around but he wasn't around enough you know and I I, I feel like I'm one of the lucky people who didn't came out just a little unscathed without daddy issues because I had other pe- positive male robots to grow up and emulate it, you know, and just learn from, you know, and what to do and what not to do. So I, I just know that those type of things affect people. So I just wonder not if y'all felt the same, but I also need to know now I'm about you real deep. So I need a story. Have either one of y'all ever dated somebody with daddy issues? Oh, that, that's a picture for your ass. I need to go up on the fucking Instagram page. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, spit it out. Like, I need some more than just of course. Tell me the story. What was it, what was your relationship like with that person you dated that had daddy issues? Mm-hmm. And or are you still in a relationship with that person?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, There's a finale episode. You gotta get that shit out. No, we ain't holding hold. no, no, we gotta I, talk that shit out. I think that I think
1: people or the person with the daddy issue is looking so hard to be loved by some man that they almost they almost willing to they almost willing to go I, I want to go go crazy for that person uh, but then want to blame you for everything too right you know you like you, you love me but you just blame me for something I didn't I didn't do like they want to uh, you
0: know I, I, well, well are you talking from personal experiences or are you talking generalities that's a word
1: mm-hmm. generalities is a word
0: no fuck yeah. that I need. Mean, I mean, personal experiences.
1: Well, uh, let, let, let's talk about this, right? So, I think if it depends on the it depends on the issue, right? Like if if there is an abandonment issue, um, I've experienced that. I've experienced an abusive uh, parent issue. Uh-huh. So it all depends on on what the issue is. Um,
0: well, okay. So you spoke about those two. Uh, uh, abandonment and abusiveness from a parent. How did it affect your relationship with that person? Uh, so for me, I don't like to be smothered. You <laughs> and do it, that I,
1: don't. I don't. And I felt that the abandonment person tried to smother me. Like, if I would, you know, if I would go to the if I would go to the store, like I'd be gone five minutes and I'm getting a phone call. Like, where are you at? Like, uh, I'm going to the store. <laughs> like, you you sent me to go get pizza. Like, why are you calling me? You know, like that uh, that becomes annoying. You know, like do you? Uh, it just I just felt like I was just being
0: smothered, and I don't
1: like to be smothered.
0: Cause cause they don't want to be alone. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Do y'all's t-shirt say Team Jesus? It does. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, shit!
0: Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, no, no. We got, we got to get a picture of that. Let me see it. Let me see it clear. Oh shit! (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I can't even. Brandon, I'm on you now, Brandon. All right. So, what about you? In your relationships, having daddy issues, mommy issues, how has it ever affected your relationship, and or? Have you ever even dated somebody with these issues, and did it affect it? Did you notice in the, them these issues that they had affecting y'all relationship? And you know how did that turn out? What what, what was your experience from it?
2: Well, first off, shout out to any and all other women that I've dated that didn't have daddy issues because they definitely didn't all. or. I think most honestly haven't, that I was like, okay, she messed up because of something from way back when that ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, so I can definitely think of more than a few. That was like, no, they probably had a good or positive, if not great, relationship with their father. In fact, I think more that I updated had some type of they had more issues with their mother about something, but even then, it was just, you know, it just shaped who they was as a person. However, without naming names, I've definitely been with somebody that's got, to me, some severe issues in that department, and I I guess I should start with me, though, to be honest. Like, I think we all have, you know, whatever issues with our upbringings, uh, and I know I have mine, and I think what uh I think what Smitty said earlier or you said one of y'all was that a lot of it comes down to family issues. It's not just your moms or your pops, but it could be, you know, your grandparents, depending on who yeah. your home growing up. You know, aunts and uncles if they live close or you spend a lot of time with them, cousins, you know, all that. So I've got my own family issues that shaped me and then you know help contribute to some of the i don't want to call them my defects or necessarily flaws but yeah that's probably what they are or where people would have trouble dealing. your character with yeah but like the i guess the negative side right it's
1: still a um, part of your character though they don't have to necessarily be negative though
2: no, you know yeah i mean i, I guess you're right, like, I think most people use uh, that person has good character. They might just say that person is a character or, you know, whatever, like in the positive sense. But, yeah, like it can also uh, attribute negatively. So I do want to get that out, even though I don't know if I, you know, went specific for me. But, yeah, dealing with dealing with women that got daddy issues that have, like, to me, they'll just have no idea what it takes on the other side. So they've got this idealized version in their head, and you'll never measure up to it, or they don't know what to expect. So they just kind of make it up as they go, which can uh-huh. be just as bad. You know, they'd be thinking like, you just the end all everything. You're just going to be able to, you know, pull some levers and solve all the problems. I think uh, some advice I got from one of my brothers was that a lot of times what Women are looking for in relationships with a man is somebody to solve their problems, and if you can figure out how to solve their problems, then she'll be all with it. You know, I agree. And so then, what often happens is like you could be in a relationship with a woman, and you might not even recognize something as a problem, or even think that she got a problem with something else, and then some other dude come in and he slide. And he's able to because he's like, oh, okay, I know how to fix that. And then she look at you like, well, you ain't sick because you can't do, right. Blank, blank, blank. You can't do that. right. You know, but but Jody, he got it. So next <laughs> thing you know, you come home and that's who's up in yo. You know, so. I hope
1: Jody's a fictitious person.
0: Yeah, from Bay Boy, little Jody, little Jody.
2: So. That's what it often happens. Like, Or if I've ever been that guy on the other side where I got in somewhere that I wasn't supposed to be, that was oh. well. Like well, uh, that I may have saw some issue. Maybe I was just, you know, maybe you just there when the other person not or whatever. So right. that's right. unfortunate because if you raise your people right, you raise your children right you teach them good values, most people can kind of fend for themselves and don't need to necessarily be dependent upon anyone to solve their issues. Now, everybody gets by with a little help from their friends at times, but you've got to be able to stand up on your own too and not sit there and look for your mother or your father to bail you out every time you run into a situation that you don't know how to handle or you have problems that you can't solve by yourself, it doesn't mean it's never somebody else's responsibility to solve your problems for you just because you don't know how to solve them. And I think too many of us don't realize that early enough. And so we struggle through life because we spend time either looking for someone else to blame, or we spend time, thinking that someone else was to blame and that therefore we need to be applauded or celebrated for overcoming our, you know, day-to-day struggles. When the reality is you're supposed to overcome your day-to-day struggles. Are you supposed to continue to to strive to do so? If you can get people to help you along the way, cool. And if you can help people along the way, it's probably even better because often when you help somebody else out, they'll be more willing to be like, Hey, I see you struggling with something that I'm good at or whatever, so I can help you. So stop looking to your mother, your father, or uh, as a man, don't look for women to solve, you know, whatever issues I got. And women, stop looking at the men in your life or, you know, whatever. I guess well, whoever your partner is uh, being accepting of, what was talking about, alternative lifestyles. Whoever's in your life, don't be looking for them to, like, just – be able to wave that magic wand and fix everything. You know, kiss my boo-boo so, and make it better. Like, fuck all that.
0: So, I agree. And I, like the rest of y'all, have dated people with both, with mother issues and father issues. Um, and like I said earlier, I, I just seen them be hamstringed by, I, I seen them, their lives at, at a standstill. They couldn't move past. Um, just the hurt that they felt, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, but at some point you either gotta shit get off the pile and like accept it for what it is. So like my theory, my my thought is, and you know, i have be trying to I'm trying to raise my children to see that daddy is daddy. Yes, right? Like mommy is mommy. And I know y'all think we're infallible and we're superhuman because we're your role models and we're your people that you look up to and, you know, we're your authority figure. But at the same time, I want y'all to remember that mommy and daddy are both human beings and we're other, we were other people before we were mommy and daddy. And I think people need to start realizing that your parents are human beings. They are people, too. They had lives before you enter into their lives. And I know you have some fictitious belief about them being able to run through walls and protect you from every little thing in life. But they're no they're they're not perfect. And there is no manual to this parent shit. There is nothing that says how to parent, how to rate. Like there's no perfect way to do this shit. So you are liable to fuck up. Just cause the human error means you make some mistake. And so I try to, you know, I mean, obviously they're too young to actually grasp the concept of that because we're gonna be mommy and daddy. But when they get older, I'm gonna tell them like, hey, look, this is daddy, this is what daddy likes to do. This is the hobbies daddy likes to do. Daddy is also a person, like Daddy is not just daddy. Daddy is Courtney. To to you, he may be daddy, but like to to everybody else in the world, he's Courtney. And Courtney was a wild person who used to run around campus yelling out "woo hoo" white girls, and who used to uh, like get drunk and do retarded shit and hang out with friends and play football on Saturdays and. You know, argue with niggas over Madden games and, you know, whatever, right? Like, you know, or start a podcast on the whim. So, like, you, you know, you just say, you're a human being. So, like, trying to get people to realize that, like, A, accept the actions and the issues for what they were. I'm not saying forget them, just accept them and just start trying to move past those barriers. Um, but, like, I, I do just think parent if issues affect people. So, I'm going to move on because we got a couple more topics that I really want to get to. I'm going to let y'all know this is probably about to start get towards a real toxic place. So, uh, yeah, we're about to go for it, right? Y'all ready? Y'all ready to be toxic men? Yeah! We're about to get canceled before we get started. Hey, shout out before I go any further. Shout out to Revolt and uh, Puff Daddy. Happy birthday, Diddy and Jay-Z and Title. You know, happy birthday. Y'all turning 50. It's really big for the culture. Uh, that y'all turning 50, and I just want to let y'all know I'm not beneath uh getting signed, so you know, hey, you know, just shout out. I'm going to keep saying this, because one day they're going to hear it and they're going to be like, hey, this nigga been hungry since episode one, and he had like 600 still shouting our names out, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy birthday, my fellow Scorpion, Scorpio brother, uh, Diddy, you know, Mr. Can't Stop, Won't Stop, so, Uh moving right along to my next topic. Uh them both. What's that?
2: Ain't Jay's birthday. They they would both be uh your son. No,
0: no, no. Jay Jay is a Sagittarius. He he's December the fourth. Oh I got you. Yeah. So my next topic is. Not saying that anybody on this podcast has ever done this. And in the words of Lil devolved. black men don't cheat. But why do y'all, what, what's some of the reasons y'all think that men step out on their relationship um, to find something else? So I'm going to start this off with, uh, let's go with Smitty. I'm going to just call it right out.
1: <laughs> this is going to sound so horrible. But sometimes you just need somebody to do whatever you want to.
2: You can't do <laughs> oh. I,
1: I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna even hold it back, man. Sometimes you just can't do certain things with your with your spouse, right, or your right, girlfriend. Right. Like you know, if you want to choke a bitch, you ain't gonna choke them. You ain't gonna choke your girlfriend. She may like it, but it don't it don't feel the same when you choke some some chick you don't really care about. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just being I'm just being I'm being real. Sometimes it's just you want to do some you. You know you want to you want to like I'm gonna be real graphic. Sometimes you want to choke a bitch with your dick, okay? But you can't do you got to be hey. nice with your with your girl. <laughs>
0: that shit called ghetto gagging. You know, you want ghetto gag
1: somebody. <laughs> you just want you know, you just want you just want you just want to hold their head down and just like just try to ram it down and throw like whoa, 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 Oh, you
0: know, shit. like just you ram it down, down. Real. Oh <laughs> shit.
2: Oh. oh shit. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay what you really saying to any anyone that you have ever been with is if you try to talk them out with it at least once you will never marry their ass
1: <laughs> that's not what i'm saying
2: no i'm not saying
1: I'm not saying that this is what I'm saying I'm saying sometimes it's your your wife or your spouse you care you care so much about that you can't like even though you have these desires you can't act on them with them. Even though your spouse may be into it, you just cannot act on those desires. No, no, why are you putting the pussy on the pedestals? maybe Yeah,
2: there we go, there we go. That's what I was just about to say. You put it on the pedestal, and you need to kill that noise right now.
0: Well, Brandon, okay, what's up? It ain't something. putting the pussy on the
1: pedestal. I'm not saying what it's what you not touchable. Is. No, no, fuck y'all. I'm not saying it's not touchable. I'm saying that it's just certain thing that you don't want to do with your wife because that's your motherfucking wife. You look at her differently than you look at somebody that you like, you go out on, you be like, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just going I'm just gonna murder I'm just gonna murder whatever. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. Like you come on her back or whatever you wanna do. That's certain mean, things you,
2: I, mean, that's I get it, like about what you into. I it's mean, not that you're
1: being dishonest with you into. You could tell you could told your wife, you could told your wife that. But when you get you just certain things, you just be like, yeah, you know, and there's certain things you did what you do, you, that you won't, you won't, you won't appreciate your wife allows you to do, you know what I'm saying? Just certain things you just don't do to your wife, like come in her face, I mean, like you just
0: don't do that. Yeah, like, like you can't just tell, you can't tell your wife that you put an apple in her mouth and squeak like a pig while you spitting on her back, like, you know, you can't just, you can't get wild, like you can't put... Like okay, okay, I, I I'm on the. We didn't get to the porn topic that I wanted to get because you niggas with some proof. But like, I watched the flick. Well, this nigga, uh, what's that? Lloyd Banks looking like nigga? Damn, I can't believe that. That nigga broke it. That nigga broke an egg on the bitch head. You can't break an egg on your wife's head. Yeah, he broke an egg on her head. <laughs> Then I seen another nigga had a whole Timberland on the back of a bitch neck. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: what's
0: to be doing that shit? <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's Jules Jordan, I think. Jules Jordan. That nigga be doing that shit. Like, you can't just you come on, man. It's just it's certain. I feel something. There's certain just certain barriers you just can't do to like, you know, somebody you care about.
2: <laughs> yes, you Like, can. okay.
0: But it's so, okay, Brandon, what's some of the reasons that you think men cheat?
2: I think, okay, we're just speaking on man. Uh, again, you mean? I, I, mean, I said it like everybody cheats uh, for a reason, I think. It's not always about, you know, sex. It's not always about money. It's usually about filling some type of void that isn't being filled, I guess. Or filling a void that you ain't been filling. It, <laughs> and that like?
0: It, it. Is that including uh, choking the bitch while breaking the egg on her head?
2: <laughs> I mean, if you're really that much into degradation, you probably just need to find you some woman that, you know, she can be presentable in public, but you can close the doors and do all that kind of weird shit if that's what you're into. But uh, well, what if
0: you can't look at her the same because you just did all that weird shit to her? Well, Cause I mean, there's listen. There are certain things. Listen, listen.
1: There are certain things you just cannot do with your like. You can't. You you're not gonna take no chick home that you cr- you, you you crushed up croutons in her face.
2: Like you just like go do it. What what what, what Spike Lee movies that is that uh is that do the right thing where uh, where you give old girl to uh, Ron from uh from a uh, different world or not to, was that Ron. No, nah, it was Spike. Spike played the dude. and uh, my man like, yo, he uh, Tisha Campbell. Right?
1: That, that Tisha Campbell one dude died. Uh, Danny, what's his name? Danny, Danny Ialo. Yeah, the yeah.
0: piece Danny Ialo. He, he yeah, played that's that's a lot of shit.
2: Where Tisha Campbell was uh, Carlo uh, you know, Nights. That's the uh, the chicken dude from uh, <laughs> the chicken man from uh, Breaking Bad, right? Yeah,
0: yeah Giancarlo, G- 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 uh, I forget his last name, G- yeah. G- yeah. Car- yeah.
2: Esposito, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. Zito.
2: He was with uh, Tinsha, Campbell, Tinsha Campbell, and then Spike Lee hadn't gotten none ever, so then he, like, offered her up to him and then did it in front of, like, the whole frat, and then afterwards... Right like, come out, you know, getting dap and getting play or whatever, and she looking like, nah, this motherfucker suck. And then she go back to Esposito. Esposito was like, nah, you just went out there and, you know, fucked old dude. She's like, but you asked me to. And he's like, yeah, but now I can't I can't fuck with you no more because of that. And she was just And then back and her friend. hell, like, right. Like, so that kind of yeah. happens because it just happens like that. But he was already trying to get rid of her anyway. Uh, speaking back to it the topic, work. I guess more directly, is just that people are looking for something. People want to be happy. People are heathens. They're hedonistic. Uh, we sinners, all that good stuff. Cue to Kanye. Uh, follow God, all that good stuff. But uh, like people going to do what they're going to do, and people are always going to be people. And eventually you see stuff that you want. Like, I'm not a big fan of cheating. And I think that is dishonest unless you got that kind of relationship set up for whatever reason. And that most of the time, people need to just own up to it and then figure out if their partner is actually okay with it. And if they not, then it's time for somebody to go, right?
0: I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, you never know what's that close miles gonna get fed. So you, you never know. Like, you might just su- suggest it and see what's going on. I've always had the theory, and I know I've told you, told y'all, like, listen, I ain't saying it's something I look to do. And to me, you know, you should just tell a person, you know, when you're done or when you need that, that crushed crouton Greek salad face ass shit. So, like, You need to let them know, like, hey, you just ain't cutting it for me no more. Instead of going out here and cheating, especially just with the diseases and all shit, just is going (laughs) on. Like, I mean, it's just it's just way too risky out here. But like, I always tell people, like, listen, all right, man, if you're gonna cheat, cheat up. And so I got a cheat up theory, right? (laughs) No, I'm I'm serious, right? Because in the end, in the end, we all know how this ends, and the ends in the court of public opinion, right? So if you're gonna cheat, you need to cheat up. Like, don't be cheating up with the fry cook. Like, you know, this is gonna be getting some some regular basic pussy that you can get for uh. So we should use a, we
1: should use the Tiger Woods theory then.
0: <laughs> well, did he
1: cheat up though? No, nah, his his wife was doing was way better than all them chicks he was cheating with. Uh, but I ain't mean, I ain't mean physical
0: appearance. I ain't mean, just physical appearance. I mean. They no, like like out. I think one was like
1: a bartender. Like like his wife his wife came for money though. Yeah, his
0: wife I mean
2: but, but some of them was some adult film
0: stars and some of them beautiful. The yeah. All I'm saying is, listen, when it comes down to it, you can't be getting the whole that you gave twenty dollars uh, a twenty dollar bag of cushions, some chili cheese fries and squeezed cheese to Bang <laughs> and like you ruined your rest of your life because, because of this bitch, right? Like at least when we come down so like if Smitty came and was like oh man I cheated on my woman today and I was like yeah who you cheat with? Well shit you know I live in Texas I went over to Houston for a weekend and then you know Beyonce was here and she was just like yeah you know fuck it and it happened to happen I mean who gonna judge you for that right? Hell your woman might even be like nah, it was, was she playing lemonade? Yup alright cool you know we can let that, that could be your one I know that you be rapping
2: that third. I want to see all the shit that I heard.
0: Hey, <laughs> yeah, y'all sitting on her knees. So, hey, so, let me, let me,
2: let me, let
1: me, let me add one additional thing. Right now, it, let's not talk about like like we we talked about like sometimes it's about things you want to do and sometimes you bored and sometimes and uh, it, you and like Brandon said you may not just. Um, you just might not have been honest with yourself, but sometimes it's just for flat out fun. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you, like it's like sometimes it's just flat out fun. Like just that that thrill of trying to get caught or or whatever. It may just be flat out
0: fun. So the views I, and opinions is expressed by one Courtney <laughs> Smith, aka Fuck Your Podcast, we are the message.
2: Fuck you I if you are not married, you not married. If you married,
1: hey, if you ain't got permission, then you wrong. We we're not, we we're not, we not, we not saying that you are not wrong. No, I'm
0: saying I, I'm not soliciting. None, none of
1: the, none I'm of married. my statements said that you was you was. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying sometimes it's just fun. Shit, it's still
2: wrong. Hey,
0: I I, I I just think like I said, you you should you should live by the cheat up theory if that's what you are gonna do out here. Go no back you. If if your woman is making seven figures, then you should be cheating up with somebody making 7.5 or 8 figures. <laughs> Cause if you're gonna cheat, at least when it comes down to the, like I said, when we come back to the crew, they're gonna be like, all right, man, I see where you was at with it. You was dumb, but I can see where you was at with it. You know. So So
1: I think I think this go right into topic the next topic though.
0: Oh, we are going right into
1: it. So why do
0: <laughs> women say niggas ain't shit? <laughs> because I think cheating is fun. <laughs> Again, that opinion was that of Courtney Smith, a.k.a. Smitty, and b.k.a. Juicy Smuley. Uh, <laughs> that is not the opinion expressed by the the entire Fuck Your Feelings podcast. And uh, we want to be clear that, that we distance ourselves from that as much as we can. Well, uh, many starters off. So why do you think women say men ain't men, niggas ain't shit? They got mm-hmm. sons, they have parties, like well, what what's up? I think they haven't met the
1: right the right man. Right. They, they like the the title says niggas ain't shit. Right? It ain't saying men ain't shit. So oh,
0: shit. I, I wish th- I had some snaps I can give you right now.
1: <laughs> um because you might have like, said
0: that was poetry. that was spoken of word of shit.
2: Semantics.
0: That's a spoken word shit right there. Now nah, uh, you're you gonna believe me or your lying ass? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: uh
1: I think I think women say that uh because they were hurt uh due to some man cheated on them, or they had a they had an unrealistic expectation on that man, or they met that man when doing some shit, and, and they knew what type of man he was, type of nigga he was, you know, niggas ain't shit. Well, you met him when he was in jail. Like, he'd come out, and he do the same shit. He always out with his boys, or he always doing this, or he always, like, you met him when he ain't shit, so why do you think he gonna do some shit, you know? Um, I, mean, I just think, I think yeah. it's, I think women have a mis—I think women have a misperception, uh, and not owning they own they own fuck ups when they pick the wrong fucking man, and when you know when you got good good men out here that want to be picked up, you be like, oh, he too soft because he works at a corporate job. He wear he he suited and booty, I want me a thug. I want me a thug. I want somebody to throw throw my back out. You know what I'm saying?
0: Fire like, me with a cigarette,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> And steal my car and steal the money out of my purse. That nigga ain't shit. That nigga ain't shit. He all he do is he all he do is party and smoke. Well, you bet him he was partying and smoking. Like I think women have a, a fucked up reality on the men they pick. And that's where that's where they that's what they say niggas ain't shit. Well, look at your reality.
0: Maybe, uh over. Oh, shit. If we didn't get no followers before this podcast, holy shit, we're going to have a lot of angry messages after this. Brandon, what's your thoughts? Uh,
2: I'm going to pass on now. What you got? Uh,
0: So I, I kind of agree with a little bit with what Smitty said in regards to sometimes you just – Picking the person that you think, you, for whatever reason, I think some women think they, they can change the person. Like, this person may have cheated on cheated on his person or cheated on whoever he was with, with me, but he wouldn't do me like that. Like, I'm going to be saying, I'm going to make sure I keep him happy. And sometimes you're just not the person, you know, you're not the right person for that person. Like, you just, you're not that person unicorn, as I sometimes say. Like, people got that unicorn, and with that person, you're going to always forever be in love and try to do something for her. And then you just got everybody else. And I just don't think people, you know, give them times a chance or give themselves a chance to meet that person. So I don't think like some women just, I think at a certain age, you start feeling the pressure of society and coming in and it's just like, all right, I'm picking anybody and everybody. Or, you know, you're picking from the same select so like the pool, which in some cities, I mean, especially if you're trying to stay with black people or just in a certain clique like you know that pool gets smaller and smaller and they're just repeating the cycle so i just i, I think it's me who says like sometimes you just you go out for finding a person and for whatever reason you think you can change that person it doesn't work out like that and you know i just i think sometimes the accountability for yourself like is it really that person like if you date five people and all and the same thing happened five times i mean is it really that person or is it really you like how Fante said, when you the only thing real, really you the only thing that's fake. Like, okay. Like, you know, so I think that's just, I think that's just where it is sometimes. is like, I think it's anger mixed with, you know, sometimes a reality just don't live up to the fallacy. And that's what it really is. But I never get, I had a conversation, and it's going to be funny as hell. I had a conversation back in college with this girl one night. And she was crying, boohooing her eyes out, and I'm like, "Oh shit, now nah, I'm not gonna tell you the nigga moment I had in that moment or what I was thinking, but it was let's say it was late at night, and she was crying, so whatever. We put you put that together, y'all, you know. but she was crying, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I go up in her room and uh and be a good friend to talk to her <laughs> during this difficult time." Yeah. <laughs> so, so listen, she so she was crying, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm just so upset." Nigga That's why nigga thinks shit. Hey. <laughs> So she was like, "Why?" Well, she was like, niggas ain't shit. But look, let me finish the story. She was like, niggas ain't shit. She was like, this nigga over here just cheating on me, just fucking around on me, you know, just playing me left and right. And I was like, oh, damn, that's fucked up. You talking about your boyfriend back home? Oh, no, no, no. It's just nigga I'm fucking up here. But they, I was like, what about your boyfriend back home? Like, oh, yeah, he's still back home. He cool. And, you know, my face was like, damn, that's fucked up. So about these tears. But... uh <laughs> But uh, I just that blew my mind. it's like it half blew my mind. It's not something I didn't expect, but it just was like, wow, that's some wild shit. So this nigga ain't shit because you sitting here getting cheated on by him while you cheating on somebody else back in the crib. That's fucked up. That you know, just wow. Karma, you know, karma comes comes fast sometimes. Um. So Brandon, what about you? You you got anything? I mean, so I
2: think. It's on both sides. Like, women are saying because we not, but at the same time, neither are they. Like, women right. do dirt, men do dirt, and most of the time, it don't come to the forefront because everybody lies about something. And this is true. anybody that tell you they don't lie is lying there, right? So, those yeah. are people you really got to kind of watch because they might not even realize that they're lying of being dishonest, so they're being dishonest with themselves up front. and That's some
0: different shit right there.
2: I think a lot of us, it comes down to whether you're secure with yourself or confident in who you are, and so a lot of people, men or women, feel like they gotta do stuff like that to, you know, to feed ego or whatever, and that's unfortunate I'm not gonna say
0: I've never been the other man, and I have. This shit was fun too. I was giving <laughs> relationship advice while doing some wild shit. So <laughs>
1: again, you sometimes it's just have fun.
0: So, I mean, I was the other man, shit. You know,
1: fuck it. So you, so you support my earlier statement.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't the one cheating. I was the one. I was being used for that person's cheating.
2: So, you know what? I will go say that I've been the other man before. And that makes us not shit for thinking that because we're not the one in a relationship that we're not contributing to the fucked up part about it to begin with. Like, I'm not saying you got to sit there and be like, oh, okay, she in a relationship, so I'm just going to leave her alone. But a lot of people think that's an honorable thing to do. Especially if she's married.
0: Uh, Oh. oh. Yeah, I made no qualms about that. But again, I wasn't the person in the relationship. Niggas ain't shit. Yeah,
2: and I'm saying, (laughs) by you saying that, that don't don't make it alright, right? right?
0: No, no, it just made me be able to put the condom on a little faster. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're out of yourself every day to go do some shit you don't want to do.
2: So, Like hey, go to work. Hey. Yeah. So, well, I, mean, I do So, I mean, I guess, I guess people need to be honest and be safe with it. But beyond that, like, you got to live life and uh, you're going to pay for what you do. So get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready,
0: get ready, get ready, get ready. Hey, you guys, you got some of them extra team Jesus shirts. I think Brandon need one. That was so PC and positive. Oh,
2: I'm smooth on the team Jesus shirt.
0: Just you know. Oh, wait, wait. So you can't wear Jesus apparel?
2: I didn't say that. I'm just saying I ain't rocking that shirt right there. Listen, uh, I'm not saying it's wrong with your shirt.
1: I know, I know. I ain't worried about he saying anything wrong, on my shirt. I'm
0: coming. Bye. anyway, so moving to the next topic. Uh oh shit, we, we're really getting into some in shit. It would it help if I told you I had help writing these topics? Anyway, so So next topic we're gonna get into in regards. So so, some of these
1: topics I I agree with, but we probably should have a woman opinion on these topics.
0: We probably should. Hence why I gave the I gave the men toxic the toxic masculinity uh uh uh, segment. You know the warning before we started. Uh, It would be just nice to have. I mean, to answer your question, why, Brandon It just would be nice to have that this other side, the opposite thought, opinion just to hear, I mean, we all three pretty much are in the same vein and ingredients around the same message, and it, it'll be nice to hear that other side of what they thought um, and what women think in regards to this. Do they really, you know, do something feel like that or not? Hey, wait, wait, what you doing? Uh, no, no, you're good. So listen, so the next, one, the next question is, which I've had a lot of people tell me this over the years, and it was like, Hey, we, did we almost have a female guest star or
2: something? You said
0: when? Did we just almost have a female guest star briefly there? Just right now? No, yeah. no, 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 no. That was just some re- rearranging going on. no. Oh. but we will, 2020, and our listeners, listen, if you want to be on the podcast, hit us up at, uh, Smitty, you tell the email address.
1: <laughs> Thepodcast.fyf at gmail.com.
0: The or podcast
1: on, dot FYF at gmail.com. Or any social media platform. Fuck yo feelings. Fuck. Underscore. Underscore. I was getting to that. Fuck underscore yo wow underscore feelings. Um and then you can also you can also reach out to the hashtag fuck your feelings. No underscores yes. if you wanna uh if you wanna um do it. Do something wild, do a video or something like that, and post it to there that you want to be on the show. Um The uh first episode out of the gate, twenty twenty, we might we gonna we might be picking a listener for uh to be on to be on the show.
0: That's that's the goal. That's the goal. So, uh, but like like uh, back to the topic is, what do y'all feel about women over thirty that have, have not been married and are not married? Like, do y'all feel these women over thirty? You, y'all feel like they're crazy. They got issues. Do you feel like something is wrong with them in regards to them not having found a significant other at this point being over the age of 30? Who did I start off? I started off from you last time. So, Brandon, you up? So,
2: the, the question is, do
0: I think... What are your thoughts about women over 30 that are that have not been married or that are not married?
2: Like, will they
0: ever get married? Or why they ain't
2: got married until they they thirty? The the
0: latter. I mean, I think they're married. Uh, Yeah, but why haven't they? Why do you feel like they haven't been yet? And do you feel like it's something that they need to have done by the time that, like, 30 is still young? Like, do you feel like you need to be married by the time you're 30?
2: uh, No, I don't think they need to be. It, it really just depends on, you know, how many children they want to have and all that kind of stuff, right? Or if they even want to have kids.
0: Um, do, do you feel like it's an issue that no one, no uh, suitor, has found them to be the person that they wanted to marry before this time, or you know, at this point?
2: No, not always. I mean, I think sometimes circumstances lead to them going there where they've they been very selective over who they want to be with or decide whether they want to be with anybody. I think today's woman is often different than the woman of yesterday in that they feel as though they're completely able to take care of themselves and they don't really need a partner. You know, they may want one, but they don't need one or have to have one. And
0: so, so, uh, so, so the notion of being married by a certain age is just an antiquated, out, uh, old-fashioned, outdated notion.
2: I think, at least in American society, it has become, or definitely in certain income brackets. I mean, you see the Michelle Obama, Clara Huxtable types that uh, you know can do for their own and can out earn a man. And if that was the, you know, one of the major points of them, you know, finding a partner with someone that can either earn what they earn or earn more. And therefore they have more to, you know, work with, then those days have, you know, changed. Like there's so many more that are, especially like within our community. I think, Far often, or more often than not, it's the women that are doing better in school and a couple of other things. That's they, true. They may not still earn more money, but I think so many of them earn a good amount or more than their spouse, and therefore, they uh, it's not wrong with them for waiting because they want somebody that can, you know, bring something to the table, you know, like them and that they can kinda of be on on par with or whatever.
1: Smitty? I think it's I, I have to agree with some of what Brandon said. I, but I also have to agree with I have to
0: Again. Again. This is like the fourth fucking podcast you two so agree. I,
1: yeah, I'm just saying that I think some women are making making great headway and making money and men are not holding up to that that level that men used to have right like when if we look at if we look at some antiquated uh, thought processes back in the day like men was a breadwinner now women are and it's harder to me for women to 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 bring a man into the fold and support that man, right? Like, you know, I'm a, I'm an attorney. I'm a woman that's an attorney making making her money, and she goes and says, and then she finds a husband that's a social worker, you know, um, no offense to me and new social workers, but hey, you know, I
0: about to say, shout out to all the men social workers, shit. <laughs> uh, but,
1: you know, <laughs> but, but I'm just saying that Women may may not want to take that man. You know, he take her on a date and he take her where he can afford. And she like, well, I'm used to eating. I'm used to eating hundred dollar plate dinners. And he take her to he take her to the fifty dollar plate dinner because that's what he can afford. She like, I can't come back down to this. You know what I'm saying? And then she's in this corporate world or or up in. um Making making money and she's um, bumping elbows with the with the likes of people who are millionaires and they're all married uh, and she's like, well, I can have this, but they're all married, right? And only thing she could do is um, either a she got lower her standards and she's like, well, I want I want a nigga with a jet or a corporate jet. I'm am I'm not saying that they do that or not, but I think it's more of men being intimidated by successful women. Than the women themselves, though. Like, I think men looking at these women, these powerful women, and saying, Yeah, she'd never go for somebody like me. And that's not necessarily the case.
0: Um, I mean, and I, and I agree with that. Like, I think men, you know, just need to have that kind of confidence. And I, I agree it's an antiquated notion. I mean, yeah, some women may just have issues for whatever, harking back. I mean, you know, harking back three or four Three topics ago, when we we're talking about parent issues, that could be one one of those things um, that you know, or family issues, or what I should can say that has you know shaped the way you deal with relationships, like Smitty said. So, I mean, I can get that. I mean, and then also too, Smitty, I would feel like you're right. Like, you know, you they, you know, for so long, men with the brand winning and women depending on men, and the landscape of just not only how traditional jobs were set up where like, you know, maybe you didn't go to college. You went into a skilled trade or to like a, a industry that no longer exists today. So therefore, you know, men are just not pushing themselves towards wanting to be married like that. And women are like, well, fuck it. I, I got so many other avenues and I got so many other things that I can do myself. And women are more career oriented these days from my viewpoint as a man who has a Y chromosome. So, this could be totally wrong. I'm still trying to get picked up by Revolt, but listen, I'm gonna finish my summation. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I just I just feel like you know, like yeah, that's you know, just a bullshit. I mean, people are crazy in general. So like, just the stigmatizing a woman over a certain age, and you know, men don't mature that fast. Shit, I probably just matured like last week. So I mean, can, can we can we can we say the state the obvious though? What was that? Can they just be ugly? Lord Jesus. <sighs> Again, the views and opinions expressed by Courtney Smith. I got to put your middle name in this. not Courtney Smith. <laughs> I want to put your middle name. A.K.A. Smitty. It's not that of the Fuck Your Feelings podcast. Regardless of how attractive the outside uh, what is it? What, 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 what? I'm because you can be ugly the on the outside, there? but you,
1: you can be ugly on the outside and the inside, right?
0: Uh, Beauty, <laughs> so some people... <laughs> I mean, you know, there's somebody for everybody, Smitty,
2: some people's children, dude. Like, we're just gonna put him on time out.
1: I'm I'm just I'm just saying why y'all why y'all ain't gonna support my, my, my ugly statement though? I mean because there's somebody for everybody. But but, but so. why can't we just state the obvious, right? Like like if if, if if a woman is not married and she over thirty, she like she may not be a prime catch, right? She may look like a fish, okay? Like, let's mm-hmm. just call it what it is. Like, you just may be
0: ugly. Like I'm just But that don't mean it. that the- But what does that got to do with her being not married by the time she's 30? I know I've known of women that are over the age of 30 who are attractive that are not married. So they got kids? No. I think that,
1: that
0: we need
1: to see these women.
0: So, moving on to the next topic. Uh... (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. All right, moving on to the next topic, which is very funny, being that you just made that statement, and we're going to not stop it. So, can women and men be friends after a relationship? Uh... And do you think it's possible? Like, so, what if a person still is in love with the other person? What if the man breaks it off? What if the woman breaks it off? Like, what? What are some of y'all thoughts in regards to men and women remaining friends after a relationship? Do you think is that possible? Do you think it's a good idea uh, in the first place, uh, Mr. Smith? Let's get your viewpoints on this. Or are they too ugly to be remain friends? Because now that you know. These ugly women that are over thirty and not married, you can't even be friends with them, right? Um, I think you can be friends with other person. There's I'm friends with y'all. It's all right. Um Hey, I was proud <laughs> Queen the King high school <laughs> shit, motherfucker. I'm beautiful <laughs> out here on these streets.
1: Uh I think I think that I think that men and women um as long as they have a mutual understanding, can be uh, friends after a relationship. Um, but I think it's, uh, I think it's harder when one when one side loves the other, right? Um, but I think that's always right. Like, I don't think because, anyone loves each other equally. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like I think about this, right? Like I remember, I remember my. I that my sister and and my. Uh, my sister and one of her ex-boyfriends are really good friends. I mean they share they have a daughter together but they, but they are always been friends even before they dated and even after they dated they have always been pretty pretty good you know pretty good friends so I always think that you know you could have uh, I think you could have a relationship I think you could have a friendship with uh with somebody you actually have a relationship with. I just think that you got to set those ground rules and everybody on the, everybody got to understand. I think it's harder when one person doesn't pursue, doesn't want to pursue that relationship anymore. And the other person still does. I think that you may not be able to have, have a relationship with that person just because it's hard for one side of it. You know Um, I think, I think if the, if, um, if the man breaks it off, and a woman still loves that man, I don't think that that woman's really receptive of having a relationship with that man Uh, and vice versa. I think a man, I think if a woman breaks off with a man, a man will try to stay around thinking that he can get back with that woman because in the end, at the end game, our goal is to get you back. So we're going to keep you around. If I got to keep you around as a friendship and then show you that I'm a good man and that I can do these things, I'm going to keep your ass around. Um where I think a woman's more inclined to cut it off um, when um when she breaks it off, like, hey, I'm done with you, I'm done with you, and let it go. So I think there could be, I think there's there's really, really hard challenges um with it, but as long as you have a mutual understanding and you set the ground rules for that relationship, it should be no reason why you can't have a relationship with a with a with a person after after the relationship, but but when you do cut it off, and, and that bitch is still in your IM, you know, looking green and shit, <laughs> you, got, you got you got to delete that
0: <laughs> shit. You got to unfriend her ass, just up there looking green. shit. Hey, hey, you ain't ch- gonna be looking green in your IM. Fuck you, bitch. Right. I ain't available. Not to after you no more.
2: Brandon was green at you, man. Brandon. So I guess. For my long-term relationships, my standing record is probably one win, one loss, and one tie. So I think (laughs) that'll probably be inconclusive (laughs) as to whether you can continue to be uh, friends. Um, I think ideally or in theory, yeah, right. You know, but in theory and in practice what it comes down to is you know trying to figure out what you want out of that friendship because that friendship's gonna be different than probably any other friendship you have unless you have multiple friendships with women that you've been in relationships with and I guess to start it off with you kind of gotta throw ones where it's a child involved in a separate category at least to me because you know that's like a motivating factor to try to have something amicable and you might mistake that for friendship when it's not really like can y'all sit down and just laugh and talk with each other and it's not awkward or it doesn't feel like you're only doing it because you have that obligation to spend some type of time with each other so you might as well you know try to make it friendly right uh So I think that you kind of have to clear the air sometimes whenever things get awkward. Because I've had that happen a few times with like a woman that I was in a relationship with and then you try to be friends or you you end up being somewhere in between more often than not. And you just, either one can get confused at times and nobody really wants that. And as you get older, you realize that there's more to, you know, relationships than just like lust or uh, companionship romantically, but also just being able to connect with that person. If you, the longer you do it, the more you probably feel like, all right, maybe we should keep trying this in some form or not, because it helps develop you as a person. So I think that people can, I think that they should, but you got to be careful, especially once, either one gets into a relationship or also you got to make sure that that friendship doesn't keep you from being in a relationship or that other person because they feel pressure to like honor your friendship over them finding you know a lifelong partner or whatever
0: so I agree with you know both of you two's you know points Um, I think in the end you can be, like you said, in theory, yes, you, like you could be friends with a man or a woman or vice versa um that you are in a relationship with. I just think it needs to be established clearly on both sides what that relationship or friendship is going to continue to look like going forward. Uh, and if that person, either one of y'all still have feelings, then that needs to also be expressed and be honest about like. Right? You know, just just don't hide it because you want you like you value that person so much, and you want that person that you're gonna lie and say I rather I rather have a shit with you than nothing. Um, which I know it sounds very unrealistic to say, but like you should be honest about your true feelings because it will come to a point where that person will try to move on, or will be looking to move on, and then you're sitting there like a love sick puppy ready to kill everybody in the world because now this person's moving on from you. So I think. If you're gonna have a relationship with, every, with that, that that person, you definitely need to uh, establish what that relationship looks like, as well as openly communicate about how each other feels. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, how, how, how I feel about it in regards to you know just being friends without the relationship. Um, also, I mean, maybe she was that one person that let you crack her egg on her head, and you know how often are you gonna find that? So. Maybe that you just somebody you keep around. And maybe y'all relationship is like, yeah, we're not gonna be actually like be exclusive, but we just gonna, you know, smash every so and you know, it's like, you know, like on a lonely nights, you get so lonely, you know.
2: And you, you got the henny dick. I mean, what you gonna do when you got the henny dick? So to, to speak to what you just said, like I feel like any woman that'll never let me put my penis in her mouth. I
0: said, at least answer the phone when she called. To, in the hopes that you could put your penis in her mouth, or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that's a, that's a valid question, right? Like he said, any woman that should, that have not, I have not, did not let me put my penis in her mouth. She answered the phone, but like. Are we answering the phone because you value that person or You value the fact that her mouth might have been the the mouth that got away. <laughs> and, and the word in the words of the brother Ross, her her mouth get away in the body of Chris Stahl. Ross. So, Yo, I, don't, I don't even know
2: where to go with that one. So I, I, I'm a follow well, I'm going to follow that one up with the, with the common theme in the show. The views expressed by Mr. Courtney Brunson don't necessarily represent the views of Mr. Courtney Smith or Mr. Brandon Hicks. So,
0: uh, you know. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, final topic. I know this has been a long podcast, and I was explain to y'all why. In a little bit but the final topic um that came about and i've heard people you know friends of mine has been described as this before or and or um just just people you see in the media have been described as this and that is 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 there such thing as talking white like is there such thing especially for black people and minorities like or pan-africans and minorities is there a such thing as talking white? Like, why do people uh like feel like? Do, do you feel like there's a such thing as talking white, and or why do people you know call people Oreos or say they're acting like Oreos, or why do some people just feel like the need to cold switch? You know, why do they cold switch? Do you cold switch? So, Trinity, really, I'm gonna start off with you. Uh, what have been accused of this? I've been accused. I, of this. I know, have. I know you. I think I was there when you was accused of it.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> So, I, I don't know what that means, but I think if you, yeah, okay, i do not how I, you talk if, in color, right? If, if you're saying that I talk proper and use correct grammar and understand uh, nouns, uh, adverbs, verbs, you know, then, then I don't, know, so what, I don't have, know what else.
0: You have an appropriate, appropriate lexicon <laughs> for a grown man,
1: yeah. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't. I don't understand that, but um, if if you're um, if you're trying to say that I don't have enough bass in my voice, then we could talk about that. But but far as far as my my grammar and English that I use, I can't. I, and there's no there is no talking. There's no talking a certain certain color or race or group, you know what I'm saying? Like it, if I, if I speak Spanish, do I, am I speaking, am I, am I, am I talking, am I talking Mexican to Like what, what, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't like, necessarily, I don't agree with that. I think, I think people who, who say that to me have a hint of jealousy. I think they have a hint of jealousy that they, they don't have the, the proper, the proper grammar, or the proper uh, tone, or pitch, or whatever, to to uh, to be to be understood, it's not my fault. Like, a I'm I'm educated, and I don't choose to to slur or to to use. Uh, um ooh, a different type of vernacular that that may not may not get my point across i want to be able to get my point across to broader audience so <laughs> <laughs> so i i uh i really i really uh think that that's a shame that people would actually use that as um talk away you know i don't you know i you know what i'm kind of interested in is i'm kind of interested is you know i don't think any i don't think any black person said that about obama when obama was president
0: um i I mean i i didn't hear any but i'm pretty sure there was i don't know (laughs) I man, much criticism that man received. I, I'm pretty sure. Sure,
1: somebody said it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody said it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, but yeah, no. I, I'm I'm black to my core. So if somebody feels that I am, I am a I I speak proper and use proper adjectives and verbs and, and nouns,
0: then fuck them. So I personally have never been uh described, at least I don't think I have, as talking white or anything like that. Um I have had friends, I you know, obviously use many and I've had other friends who, you know, have have been that been said to them about them. Um and I've just been like, that's bullshit. Like how do you talk in color? Like I said earlier, like, you know, what does that mean even mean? Because you you know you have a uh, a vocabulary that you choose to use or that you choose to express yourself in not broken English and you not use slang all the time now i'm I'm no longer women plage, you know women plage. <laughs> now I'm no longer for the culture or now I'm no longer for my people because I choose to use the English dictionary or the king's English as some and put it um uh, source so <laughs> so I mean, you know, I just I don't know. As far as code switching goes, um, I think we all do, you have used code switching at some point or another, and that's just simply. I mean, we do use slang. Like I mean, right now I just said we do use. So, right, like, <laughs> you know, we talk in broken English. We, you know, we when we with our friends, you know, our ours may drop off, or you know, we may not say words that you know in this in this full totality. So. We do code switch because when you're at work, you know, I'm, I mean, I've, I haven't been known to put on, you know, my voice and, you know, my corporate voices, as I like to put it, you know, to get my point across and something going on, especially. If you I'm have, you have to a professional
1: voice and you have a relaxed at home voice.
0: And, and that's what it is. Right. You know, whatever that be. And I, I think that's I don't know. I think that's smart. Or you know, I mean, and, and if you don't, and if you have a voice where you're just professional all the time, it's nothing wrong with that. But like being criticized for it or being um, looked down upon for it is just like bullshit. So, uh, Brandon, what's your thoughts?
2: Uh, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Geneva Smitherman, uh, retired professor up at Michigan State, who uh, published such works as "Give Me a Second, uh All right, so I'm going to start from the bottom. Talking and testifying, uh, 1977. Uh, role in the structure for language, rights, college composition and communication. Black talk, words and phrases from the hood to the amen corner. Talking that talk, language, culture and education in African America. Uh, language and democracy in the United States of America and South Africa. Black linguistics, language, society and politics in Africa and America and Word from the Mother, Language, and african Americans. So uh, Dr. Smitherman used to teach a class, or a number of classes, up at Michigan State. Speaking to this topic specifically, and the use of what was attributed as AAVE, or African-American vernacular English, and speaking to what you just brought up, Courtney, the code switching, or... Uh, signifying or all this and other types of things that you'll hear sprinkled in the speech of us for whatever reasons. Either that's because that's where you're from or that's what you want to portray yourself as. I think uh, recently was the anniversary of and Scott, you know, was known on ESPN for so adding a little bit of quote-unquote urban flavor. Something else to, like, his, his that was different than maybe John Anderson or uh, Hannah Storm or Susie Colbert or whoever else is on there. Kenny Mayne, you know, like, that Right. maybe later on, people like Jamel... Or uh, Michael Smith, or you know, to But I, I feel like it started, and it's not what you was used to seeing. You know, I'm used to seeing uh, what's the face on uh, uh, Channel Seven, uh, Diana Lewis. You know, and I think now her what? her daughter is on there, Glenda Lewis. And, you know, they're gonna present you a certain kind of way, or you know, uh, the whole Paul Mooney, where uh, Wayne Brady makes. Brian Cumbo <laughs> sound like <laughs> Malcolm X, right? Like, right? there's so many instances of people being well spoken or uh knowing how to put some words together. And I love, you know, to my to my grave, Chris Rock's bring the pain where they were talking about Colin Powell as a presidential candidate. And he said, "Well, what does anybody ever even say as a compliment about Colin Powell?" He's like, "Well, yeah. Well, they say, well, you know, um, he speaks so well. He's so well.
0: He's, He's so well uh, so
2: spoken. spoken. It, it, you know, he he just speaks so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how did you expect him to sound? I'm gonna drop me a bomb today. I'll be <laughs> dead. right? And All so." Right. Uh, Yes, there is a thing However If that's where you're from, that's where you're from But To use it insultingly Towards, or as an insult Towards a person of color that Oh, you don't talk like The people that Fit some caricature Of what I think people are supposed to sound like Because it'll come from The people and it'll come from outside the culture Or outside the people as well But they'll say that to someone for whatever reason. And usually it's based in ignorance, right? Right. If, you know, us being from northern United States, this is the same way we're going to speak. But if we go down, like, you know, I got a lot of family down in Durham, Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, and they don't sound the same. They don't speak the same. I know other people, or I got other family also down from, like, Alabama, and they don't sound the same. And it's, you know, people down in Texas, it's people in L.A., it's people in D.C., uh, where else we at, Chicago, Chicago uh, Virginia, you know
0: I mean? Mississippi,
2: Virginia, Norfolk, Mississippi, yeah. Virginia Beach, New York, you know, there's only so many places that we at, Philly, and there's going to be some differences in the way we speak, the way we dress, and some of the things that we do, so You could go somewhere and then people don't even realize that where you from, that's how our people do it there. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think as we get older, we start to realize that because it's kind of unfair to call those people or attribute people to being Oreos just because they grew up not around us. And then unfortunately, what I've seen happen, I feel like sometimes it's once they realize that, sometimes they try to revert the other way, and next thing you know, they need no brown. And you just kind of look at them like, hey, wait, what happened here? Like, one second, you know, you was doing this and doing that, and now you done completely switched just because someone made you feel insecure about who you are or where you come from. You not have to feel that way. It's different sides of us. That's, you know, going back to Shout out to brother Jeff Howard, who's not on the show today. But uh, Pan-Africans, you know, that's that's where that comes from. You got people all throughout, not only all the areas that are named in the United States, but throughout the diaspora. And we're going to hold you to it, Brunson, on getting them shirts out there so that people know that, hey, Smitty got one on right now. Team Jesus, right? There's Jesus of Nazareth out there representing for all those people with uh, that woolly hair and that skin, like, you know what I'm talking about? So Yeah. We gonna, you know, put it out there for... Uh, he wasn't speaking like we speaking right now. In fact, uh, somebody put it on their, uh Somebody put it on my Facebook feed in the last day or so. That was like, you know, somebody sitting around hitting a blunt and then they look up and they... At whoever they smoking with and they're like, uh, hey... How you find people named Matthew, Mark, Peter, and Paul, you know, back in the times of Jesus? Like, ain't nobody like that named in the Middle East. And I got on his uh, on his post and I commented, I was like, yeah, but Jesus ain't a Hebrew name either. Ain't nobody knew Jesus called him Jesus. You know, they was calling him something else. They was calling him Joshua or Yeshua or something. Hebrew name. The people is the people and you speak where you from. And ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with vernacular. Uh, It does not indicate low intelligence or lack of education. And we need to kill that stereotype.
0: Okay. I think we should go out on that note. Uh, Thank you guys for uh having this extended episode. So listen, I, I was gonna let the listeners know the reason why we're having this extended episode is because this is gonna be a season finale. All right. So we're coming to an end for this first season. I appreciate y'all. We all appreciate y'all being with us. Uh you know, this thing, like I said, it was a, a creative project that's been in the years in the making that we were finally able to get off the ground and get it going. Uh, and it, you know, as of date, I think we have had 280 listeners over the last three months. So I, I think that's a blessing. You know, as a matter of fact, a round of applause. Everybody clap it up. Clap, motherfuckers, clap. Cause uh, you know, it's been a lot of hard work, you know, a lot of time management and need, you know, shout out to my co-hosts and my fellas because, you know, they put their lives on hold every Sunday to give, you know, get this content, you know, and, and research topics and You know just go around just to make sure this is this is golden and so we're getting better so i I appreciate everybody that's been growing with us that's been loving on us um liking our comments smitty is amazing with the post you know if y'all was on the instagram page when it first started off that shit had like one post and smitty been posting crazy so shout out to smitty appreciate y'all um but yeah yeah so we'll be back um it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is gonna be a big year. Like I said, we're working on March. we working plenty on Plenty in
1: 2020. Uh, what? Plenty in
0: 2020. Ew, don't say that no more. Uh, uh so <laughs> I'm just lucky with you, Smitty. Right, yes. Plenty in twenty twenty, right? So um, uh, but that's where we're going, right? So we, we're trying to make this thing bigger, better and better. And um, and my goal is still to get it signed. So Diddy, if you're hearing this, uh, title, if you hearing this Spotify, you know, uh, Stitcher, who else? Who am I? The Gimlet, Gimlet. I mean, come on, I'm down for it. You know, whoever out there that's really to give us a deal. Uh, Great Lakes is calling me. So, you know, however we can make this happen, you know, short of selling my soul. I'm good for it. Um, but yeah, so just thank y'all out there. We'll be back. I hope y'all enjoyed the extended podcast. Please go listen to the other 14, 15 of uh, uh, the podcast that we got out there. Enjoy. Make sure you comment. We'll still be visible on our social media platform. Um, and be be on the lookout for YouTube and March in 2020. All right. So as always, thank you, B. Hicks. Thank you, uh, Smitty. Um, and yeah, fuck your feelings. One.